Thank you for downloading this in-ear entertainment podcast. You're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets. Sonnet 139 O core not me to justify the wrong that thy unkindness lays upon my heart. Wound me not with thine eye, but with thy tongue. Use power with power, and slay me not by art. Tell me thou lovest elsewhere, but in my sight. Dear heart, forbear to glance thine eye aside. What needst thou wound with cunning when thy might is more than o'erpressed defence can bide? Let my excuse thee. Ah, my love well knows her pretty looks have been mine enemies, and therefore from my face she turns my foes, that they elsewhere might dart their injuries. Yet do not so, but since I am near slain, kill me outright with looks and rid my pain. That was Sonnet 139! I, I'm very impressed with my reading of that. I am Mark Chastley, and I am joined, as always, by a topless... Thierry Healers. He's not top. I thought it's so summery, I'm, I'm going to go <laughs> naked. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I look out my rain-splattered windows. Yeah. yeah. He, it, he's not. Well, it's, it's not flooded, but it's... Yeah, I think it rained not that long ago. It's not fun weather. We're still not having fun <laughs> weather in this country. I, I don't think the fun weather is ever coming back. <laughs> no more sun for the UK or it, it, it's basically punishment for all the hundreds of decades that we've me- moaned about it always rains in the UK the weathers are finally gone sod it okay if you're saying that you are only getting rain yeah that's that's what's happening well I blame the Tories the Tories and the gays <laughs> and Jesus so the gay Tories are basically the worst they're the all worst. gay aren't they I don't. I'm that, not that, taking them they're on. Re- they're repressed homosexuals. No, that, they're too ugly. They're, they're too ugly. Yeah, you have to be good looking to be gay. That's the rule. Don't look at me yeah. like that. <laughs> I saw your eyes studying my face, going, "Is he? Is he good looking? Yes, yes, I am. I am gay. Therefore, I'm good looking. That's how it works. That's why. That's why women." Fall to the ground in in swooning glory whenever I'm around. I go, oh, he's so beautiful, and then boom, pass out. It's it's quite dangerous uh, actually. Is that why, why you never go outside? Yeah, that's why I never go outside. Or when I do, I carry lots of pillows so I can throw them down in between the <laughs> fallen woman's head and the concrete. That's my life. <laughs> Sonic one three nine. <sighs> what do you think of Sonic one three nine? I'm trying to remember where it fits in. We we might have had a slight mishap with our recording schedule, um, just to our listeners out there. Well, I came to upload the latest sonnets and went 138, okay, the next one I'm uploading is 139, and looked at my list of files to upload that were all edited, and I had 140, and realised we'd skipped this sonnet. So we're now recording it in the past, or in the future. It's all a bit confused. So we're a bit unsure where in the run of things it comes. <clears throat> it it's steam it steams? It steams of unkindness. I'm I'm making that a phrase now. It, okay. It, it's gone very it it looks like it's still within that 
the mistress is is not a nice person kind of thing. Yeah, thy oh, unkindness yeah. lays upon my heart. Wound me not with thine eye, but with thy tongue. It it's all very much your evil. How or, would you? Or... How would you wound someone with your eye? Which is so? And wound me not staring with your... them down. I suppose. Maybe she yeah, a very stern look. Or is it? Thine eye being thy vision, the the way you look. But it's her eye, not his eye. Hmm. So maybe she's, yeah, maybe she's being very critical of him. We mean not with thine eye, but with thy tongue. She's being quite outspoken and critical against him. Yeah, instead of just... Accepting the doting glory and yeah, the very yeah. kind thing Shakespeare said about her so far. Yeah, he, he is—he is such a wonderful man, isn't he? He—he he really knows how to woo the ladies. That's the the, the men. It's it's or you are perfection personified. With women, it's like if what if wires be black black wires grow on your head. It's like ah, yeah, yeah, like you you have you're not beautiful on the outside, but to make up for it, you're also really ugly on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to sleep with me, please? <laughs> I've said all the nice things I have to say. Now sleep with me. <laughs> That, yeah, there is a very odd. I, I, because I came into the the Dark Lady sonnets thinking it was all about empowering black women and how it was about Shakespeare's amazing love for this African beauty, and and it doesn't appear to be. It seems to be Shakespeare going, ah, oh, I think you're ugly. Everyone else thinks you're ugly. No one really likes you because of the color of your skin and the way your hair looks. But I'm some for some reason in love with you. So sleep with me now. Yeah, it, it's just coming across more and more like like he's just a, a really horny dirtbag. Just... Yeah, actually a lot of these sonnets have that, because we, we kept saying in the Fair Youth sonnets there was that kind of sleazy, stalkery kind of aspect to them. So, ew, yeah, Shakespeare as a dirtbag. That's what they considered this romantic in the seventeenth uh, century, very, <laughs> very, very early seventeenth century. That's really strange. It, it's 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 very odd how I guess our morals and our, our society structure has changed so much since then. And well, in- we 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 do usually marry for love now as well. We, it's not a political alliance anymore. Or, That's or a- true property merger I guess you, so, you you see it in a lot of his plays as well we went to see um, was it Hamlet? yeah we went to see Hamlet and there's that get thee to a nunnery scene um, yeah. between Hamlet and and I can't remember her name now um, but that was very much she loves me but I'm rejecting her so her only choice is to go to a nunnery It's which is such a weird reaction that we wouldn't have now. It, it's a woman who who even sleeps around. It's it, it now is if she wants to do that, that's fine. There's no, I I have no moral it, judgment well, on that. It, society still has some moral, but less than it did. I think. 
Or do you disagree? It's... It's still that... You still get emotionally taken down if you do it. It might not be the, we're going to stone you, <laughs> but you're going to get shamed and, and you're going to... Society is going to disrespect you for doing that. Yeah. We, we're still very much on the mindset that pure, innocent woman and, and man with experience, which it just, it really doesn't work because somewhere has to be that woman that gives the man the experience. <laughs> so what we're saying is we are, as a society, splitting women down the middle between you are marriage material and have to be innocent and you are playing around material and have to be dirty and sleazy. Pretty much. Wow, that's... Yeah, I yeah, that's a bit weird. Maybe we, maybe we are still very much a patriarchal society. Maybe we need to invent a way for a woman to to <laughs> reclaim her virginity. That needs to be a thing. She she can do the Isn't sleazy. You can't have surgery to um, <laughs> um, reconstruct your hymen. That is a thing, <laughs> which is utterly bizarre because the hymen isn't necessarily intact or, or that. I mean, you can ride a bicycle too vigorously and break your hymen. It's it's not a, it's <laughs> not really. Well, yeah, and it can heal after the first one or even t- couple of times. So yeah, you're just a virgin over and over again. So what you're saying is that with straight sex, there's a physical barrier. Nature is telling you to stop because there's a physical barrier in the way. Huh. And people say I'm unnatural. I, I, you can't argue it's, against that. Yeah, I guess there is a physical. It's it's not like there's a wall. You have to just <laughs> go and take a shovel and and just <laughs> take it down. It's you need pass me the black and decker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's a bit weird. Yeah, no. So I'm coming across as very sexist <laughs> in this episode. I don't. I don't mean to. I. I. I love. I like. I tolerate women. It's fine. I'm not <laughs> sexist at all. You just. Is there a word for someone who doesn't like boobs? Boobophobe. <laughs> I'm a boobophobe or a mammophobe. I don't know. I. I. I'm not afraid of them. I'm just. Don't want them near me. That's fair enough. They can be near me. Exactly. It's a nice exchange we've got going on. I, I, you get I, the men. I get the boobs. Yeah. <laughs> I get a whole gender. You just get the secondary sexual characteristic of one gender. Yeah. Okay. That that works. That that works. We're not really talking about the sonnet again. No. I'm so no, bad at not. this podcasting thing. So. <laughs> Stop tweeting my sexist <laughs> things. <laughs> oh dear. Um, uh, 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 I don't know what else there is in this. Dear heart, forbear to glance thine eye aside. What needst thou wound with cunning when thy might is more than my oppressed defence can bide? My dear. And therefore from my face she turns my foes that they elsewhere might dart their injuries. Yet do not so, but since I am near slain, kill me outright with looks and rid my pain. He, yeah, he, he tends to be 
again, he tends to sort of set up this... He's... What are the words? He likes playing the victim. Shakespeare likes playing the victim. Yeah, yeah. He, he sets up, you are ugly, you are ugly, but I'm the one that's suffering because of that. Which is such an awful <clears throat> yeah. thing. And I know a couple of people in real life who, who well, it's always... Well, it's bully, basically. You're making me... You are making me beat you up and... and... Look what you're making me do. It's, it's yeah. very much bully tactics. Actually, yeah, and it is something that's employed by bullies a lot. You you bully someone, and when they fight back, you become the victim. So you you win in both situations. You're allowed to do whatever you want to that person, but the moment they stand up for themselves, you are the victim, and you will cry discrimination or other things. Yeah. James, but he's not endearing himself to me with these sonnets no no he was always one of my people you know that stupid question um who would you have at a dinner party if you could have anyone from history and he was always one of my people i don't think he would be now i maybe he would be now and then just find out whether he actually was such a big asshole or um whether this is all a persona i really hope it's a persona but it seems like a very odd persona to put on yeah. Any persona you put on is going to be weird in some respect because it's different from who you are. But but what I mean is he's not making a point with it. Unless the overarching that is, point is... That is true. Unless the overarching point is don't be a dick like this to people you love. That's going to be the final line. And remember Wheaton's law. <laughs> don't be a dick. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. It doesn't fit into iambic pentameter. Thou That's fine. must it not. Just all breaks down. <laughs> Thou must not be a Wheaton's dick. <laughs> Sayeth me. Ish. That's, that was almost I am bit pentameter. Horrible. Yeah. Um. If, if you don't know Wheaton's law, it's Will Wheaton's law of the internet is and law of life, isn't it? Just. Don't be yeah, a dick. Yeah, don't be a dick. Which is which is a bit rich coming from him, but then I suppose he did learn it after his 20s where he was a bit of a dick. Well, yeah, and he's gone back and apologised to uh, to the cast and apparently Sir Patrick Stewart just kind of went, yeah, no, you were, you were a teen. Just forget it. We're all young. Just like... It did, because, I, mean, he, he, I mean, he had that recurring role on Star Trek and then he had a couple of fairly high-profile movies, and while he was very young, and it, I think it went to his head again. It just, yeah, as it, well, you could say that he, he, he is a victim, what, what, yet another victim of Hollywood. Yeah. It just gobbles up children on the one side and spits out just self-obsessed narcissists on the other side. There's, there's no support structure to guide you through that sudden faint process. No, but as far as I'm aware, he did it. He did it while avoiding all the drugs and stuff. I mean, because he was hanging out yeah, with people like yeah. River Phoenix and stuff, and yeah, so he did quite well. I don't know many people who've done better. Yeah, the, the Harry Potter people seem to have made it through quite ah, well. Ah, um, what's his name? Rupert Grint, who is probably one of my favourite 
people of all time when asked what he'd do to he would always he was very good at because he was a fan of the books before he became ron weasley and so when asked things like when this is before he was 18 what are you going to do with all your money when you turn 18 and you can spend it freely he'd answer things like why do i care about your muggle money i'm a wizard (laughs) (laughs) and there it's just like you're awesome and the the true answers he ever gave it's like well he goes i'd really like to own an ice cream truck and then go around giving ice creams to kids and he does he now yeah, owns he an ice cream yeah. truck <laughs> and he drives around the sort of deprived areas that in his where he lives and gives kids ice creams for free it's, he's awesome i bet yeah. i bet he makes sure he has a proper shave though before he does that doing that with a beard is very different to doing that without a beard yeah you, you want a moustache, just just a really creepy moustache. Just, just one big moustache. Yeah, yeah. Not the Nick Offerman one, like the Joachim Phoenix kind of just really flat and creepy. <laughs> oh, dearie me. I don't know why moustaches are a thing. I think they are... Such a horrible... Yeah, they are innately creepy, moustaches. Yeah. Whereas beards are awesome. Yeah. Well, beards are for evil people. Which yeah. is why beards are evil. Uh, um, awesome. And that's why I have one, because I am evil. <laughs> I mainly have one out of laziness. Yeah, that's, that's like, I don't want to spend ten minutes every morning shaving. Oh, yeah, it's just ridiculous. I have hair that keeps my face warm. Yeah. Why get rid of it? E- exactly. Exactly that. We're still not talking about Sonic 139. No... No, well, let me excuse uh, thee then. <laughs> don't, don't try and link it in by reading random <laughs> words from the sonnets. My love well knows her pretty looks. See, he's talking about beards. <laughs> so we, we've now given have been my enemies. Have we given the dark lady a beard now? Why not? Okay, why? Why not? Okay, and. Um, but yeah, I I think this this sonnet. Sorry, you have to forgive us because we've already moved on from this sonnet by three or four sonnets. But <laughs> yeah. it, it does fit into that. You're ugly. Why are you making me love you? Put me out of my misery. The idea that that she has the power to stop him loving her as well is in here. Kill me outright with, with looks and rid my pain. It's the you are making me fall in love with you, and you can stop that. Almost True. Branding her a witch, then, in that sense. Well, they still had witches burning at that time, didn't they? I don't know if witches were actually burned. Wasn't that a big kind of propaganda thing? Or by the Spanish Inquisition. Yeah. Drowning them. And Well, is it if you drowned, then you were innocent? Yes. And if you came back up, then the devil helped you survive and you were killed. Yeah. Which is like, you can't really... There's there's no winning in this situation. You're going to die. Yeah, dunking. Bit bizarre. It's like a very low-tech version of waterboarding, which is a very low-tech version of... Actually, no, it's not. Because waterboarding, you're not actually going to suffocate. So, yeah, it's it's evil. Evil. People are evil. Why do people have to be evil to other people? It doesn't make sense. Because it's fun. No, it's not fun. It's bad and nasty. Mm. Ah... I don't like people. I don't like bad people. I like nice people. There aren't any nice people. There are lots of nice people. There are people who pretend not to be bad. <laughs> you and me have totally different outlets on life. 
Uh, I think you should read this sonnet. <clears throat> sonnet 139. Oh, call not me to justify the wrong that thy unkindness lays upon my heart. Wound me not with thine eye, but with thy tongue. Use power with power, and slay me not by art. Tell me thou lovest elsewhere, but in my sight, dear heart, forbear to glance thine eye aside. What needs thou wound with cunning, when thy might is more than o'erpressed defence can bide? Let me excuse thee. Ah, my love well knows her pretty looks have been mine enemies, and therefore from my face she turns my foes, that they elsewhere might dart their injuries. Yet do not so, but since I am near slain, kill me outright with looks and rid my pain. That was very well read. That's probably the first one you've got through without making a mistake in a while. Yeah, probably in the hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> that was Sonnet 139 of Shakespeare's Sonnets. I am Mark Chatterley, and you can follow me on Twitter at inearent. And I am Thierry Hales, and you can follow me on Twitter at Sound of Seagulls. We are also doing the Tumblr thing in eentertainment.tumblr.com for Tumblr goodness. Um, and we shall see you next time for Sonnet 140. But we are now going to go on and record Sonnet 143. So we will see you in about three weeks. Um, <laughs> and, but, but we will see you next time for Sonnet 140 as well. But that was actually us two weeks ago. I hope that clears up. <laughs> see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets with Mark Chatterley and Thierry Hellis. This has been an in-ear entertainment podcast. To listen to other podcasts or find out more about in-ear entertainment, go to www.inearentertainment.com.